0: Hello everybody, this is Ayan, the Obsessor. This is Mai, the Cosmic Nomad. And welcome to the Obsessor Podcast. Nation. Bobby Lee's podcast.
1: Yeah, it's called Tiger Belly.
0: Wow, alright. And what what do they talk about?
1: They talk about everything and anything.
0: You know what we've forgotten to do lately? Well, our obsessions of the week
1: we had to do it this is the first episode of obsessions okay we're gonna I do think that's, that let's just talk
0: okay well no i have a okay. oh you have certain things no, i have we'll, we'll a topic
1: on. we'll touch on that we'll touch okay
0: on. first let's introduce ourselves again we're just we of. have to though? okay you don't have to hey guys welcome to episode five of the obsessor podcast this is ayan the obsessor
1: this is my apparently a cosmic nomad
0: you can be whatever you want buddy. i am
1: the nomad obviously
0: um this is the second episode that we're recording in a row so if we're a little bit more out of it i mean Appreciate it, because you won't always get us like this. Yeah. The last episode was obviously a little bit more serious. We really got into some of the nitty-gritty. Some We're of the, super serial. Some of the technical serial stuff, you know? Yeah. This episode's probably going to be a little bit looser, but I do have a couple of topics of conversation sure, that I want to talk about. Yeah. Mainly, the idea of passion. Being mm. passionate okay you know and I'm not talking about you know making love although whatever it sure.
1: involves passion it's, sure it's yeah. it's, a, it's part of that yeah
0: yeah but what I'm talking about is like this idea of like what I really want to talk about is the fact that I think the passion is a little bit overrated oh. and I know you're gonna disagree with me and that's why I think but you're overrated the perfect, how though? well this is this is exactly the topic of conversation is, yes
1: please no I want to know because then I can at least bounce off of that you
0: know so i feel like the way that we portray passion in our society is a little bit dangerous it's like it's there's this expectation that the only way to succeed in life is to be passionate about something it's like you know being passionless or dispassionate is like the ultimate sin that you can have oh you don't have passion so you're not going to do well at this or you need to be passionate otherwise like you're not going to whatever and and i feel like we immediately think of somebody who doesn't have passion as like being a cold fish or like a downer, like someone who's like dead inside. Deadpan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And and it's it's just or like even like a loser who kind of grinds away thoughtlessly and is very mundane and is really focused on mundane tasks and and I think there's a certain danger to portraying people that way.
1: I think yeah, there is there's a certain danger, yes, but uh, I think it's what we perceive as commercially. Passionate or what does or, that
0: mean? Commercially passionate,
1: it's like film and TV and things like that. Explain where, this to me. Well, when you think of like, um, so when you think when you think of passion, you associate it with romance and things like that. Okay, but passion can mean like back in the days when you're watching, like I used to watch wrestling back in the days, Ugh. you know, WWE and <laughs> yeah, yeah, WWE. Yeah. Uh, WD's more like the
0: K-fabe but it, and stuff like that. Like
1: whoever it was, they no, had no, no, I
0: just mean like K-fabe as in like you know what I'm talking about right No, the, I know. Go ahead. So, k is like the it's like the the false presentation that you have.
1: Oh, the the, the stage presence, the, yeah. the pageantry? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, the pageantry. The pageantry. Well, the yeah, it, it had to
1: have a bit of passion to make it believable. Even though you know it was full of shit, it was all narrative, it was soap opera on, yeah, on, on, exactly. on, a, on a that's stage. Yeah, exactly, that's K-Fabe. It was basically it on a stage, right? But... People that were doing it, whether they were truly passionate, at least they faked it enough that it was dramatic. It was dramatic. Right. So there's matro. There's like there's there's different aspects of what passionate can be. It's more of a general term. Yeah. But passion can mean so many things. It just means you push all your emotional energy into something.
0: I think maybe that's one definition of it, but I actually don't think...
1: What what would you view it as?
0: Well, I think passion is seen as like this burst of energy that comes from the inside. I do think that it's emotionally driven, but I think that's exactly what I'm saying.
1: I don't think it, it. parts of it are logical parts of it it depends the logic part i think comes with no. where you direct it towards no
0: i think i how see, you use it. I think maybe i think you can have passion and logic but i think when most people think of passion they actually disregard logic completely hmm. and i think that's exactly part what well, that is definitely a big part of the problem for me ah. i think like
1: for peop- you specifically
0: well in, in my opinion how, how i see people ah. referring to it mm-hmm. i find that this is a really big problem that i notice and like you know okay watch any like youtube advertisement and i know this is probably a ridiculous example oh, talking watch about any... that are
1: selling you how to be rich
0: yeah <laughs> you just you just need passion. Hey, I, passion i have this
1: Lamborghini. there's two guys there. oh my god there's it's like, a few there's it's the same guy i don't know he's a glasses he looks half asian or whatever he is. i know what you're talking there's about there's that guy I think and then there's
0: another latino. guy is he latino i think he is uh ted not ted why did I? Say Either
1: way, he's or, a shorter that's, guy. That's right. I know.
0: And he's talking, he always hey, talks about having I'm passion in my reading books. Or
1: in my reading thing. books. He's the yeah, books yeah, guy. Yeah. And then he's I
0: got Lamborghinis and Lamborghini. girls. And, and I'm books. like,
1: dude, I don't believe a shit you're saying.
0: A shit you're saying. You absolutely.
1: You know, <laughs> I don't. You are a
0: shit. No, and I'm, you're not, I'm not. I'm not saying no. your shit as a person. No, no, I know, I know. But I
1: don't believe what you're selling. Yeah. Because the formula. Because he I, doesn't have passion. And... Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Well, no, but it seems drab. Like his
0: things are deadpan. But he and just the way like he's He it. just makes everything it. really like it sounds Monchalant like he's trying. He's no, like, oh, it sounds yeah. like he's trying to sound excited to me, but, but he's failing.
1: Not. He's failing horribly. That's why I think it's so funny. Or there's this guy that keeps coming on. Hey, my name is such and such. I'm coming out, and he's coming out of a car, and he's like. I got this thing and I was like, just no, no, please fast forward, please. It's like the worst thing. That's that's lack of passion. Okay. It's weird.
0: I'm gonna say, like, I think what people when people say passion, I think both in like romantic love and in yeah. life in general, people get confused between passion and excitement. Yes. Or they portray yes. passion as being excitement. Yes. And I think this is like the thing. I'm not saying that passion's bad. I think the way that we talk about passion, the way that we view passion, quote unquote, in society these days can be very negative. Because I think like people get confused and they think, you know, that initial burst of energy that you have when you get into something new, something whatever. That's passion. That's excitement. That's That's not passion. Are you sure? I, well, this is the thing. Does it matter? It's not, it's not sustainable. You can't prolong that I think it's just more
1: general terms. See, it's, it's very vague. Like you can't pinpoint the the source of this energy that like this mostly positive pretty much predominantly positive. i don't
0: think it's positive because i think the idea of being passionate is the passion is like all consuming oh
1: no that's excitement is temporary see, okay, no when i think of when i think okay when it's see it's kind of weird it is it's, think it's about a, it, it right? is a general term because it passion is a general term it could be misconstrued okay let's as, be those
0: people let's google yes the definition, the definition of, of passion yes I really want to know because I actually haven't done this before. I was just talking about my own kind of <laughs> a strong and barely controllable emotion. Okay. So that's the main thing. That's
1: so general though. That can be so many things.
0: An intense desire, or enthusiasm for something. Eagerness, zeal, intensity. that's what I'm saying. Be, that can be negative as well. But that's exactly what I'm saying. Is like that weird. No, I don't think it's weird at all. I think what's weird is how no, we treat passion. No, because we're commercial.
1: Because because what we think of passion is commercialized. At least the we, definition. I agree of with it that. I think
0: we treat passion as. It's usually
1: a positive thing. Amazing
0: though. thing that it's you usually, need no, in order it's usually to succeed a positive in whatever. Thing. Yeah. And I and I'm not saying that you don't. I think like the idea of passion as excitement or as a zeal for something is necessary to start something, right? Yes. Like, if you don't feel that zing, that yeah. spark, yeah. you're not gonna want yes. to start it. But yeah. but once you. You have to understand that eventually that's going to fade. Yes. You can't just live on passion alone, you know? Yes. And I think that's the mistake that so many people make is that they want to, like, constantly be passionate about something. And the minute that passion is gone, they're like, oh, no, it's gone. Now what? I have it, to move it, to a new thing that I'm passionate see,
1: about. That is a problem with people that are complacent. Yeah. There, There's people that will understand that passion is usually initials, early initial state. Yeah or recurring in in pockets or intervals of what you're doing or who
0: you're with or all whatever it might be. It's like inspiration. Yes. You know how artists get really obsessed with inspiration? Yes. You know, I'm sure we've all been there. I've been there for sure. Sometimes you genuinely don't have the motivation or the inspiration. You're like, I just, I can't do this. No. Unless I get inspired, it's not going to happen. I don't have anything left in my tank. It's not going to happen. Oh, for sure. So, but the way that I think of passion is like, Anyway, I feel like this. This is the problem: is like people just essentially think of passion as like, as what I said, usually but
1: positive, but yes. it, it can mean weirdly horrible things. Serial killers are said to have passion in what they do. Yeah, it's just in, and, and I think it's more of this. You put it's it's so much excitement, and excitement doesn't always have to be positive. Actually, well,
0: it's okay. weird. I think like if we talk, if we look at this even, and I think this this is like across the board but if we look at at the idea of like how romance is viewed yeah right I think this is a perfect example like people get so obsessed with that initial like passionate immediate like falling well, in puppy love, love in the
1: beginning, it's always
0: that's a, I I wouldn't call that puppy love but, but it's I get a term, what you mean but it's a term no no but I think it's puppy squishy, love is like mushy,
1: that's different like,
0: I don't think that's passion I'm talking about like that chemistry like the you know when you oh, get the like the intense like see, attraction and Okay. whatever Certain people
1: okay I guess it depends on the person Person, sure, maybe it depends yeah. on the relationship. I'm not going to
0: pretend like I know how everybody feels. I don't feels.
1: know what's going on. No, <laughs> <laughs> no
0: I'm not going to pretend like I know how everybody feels. But it's
1: true. Some people uh, come together through more of a puppy love, which is like a more of like gushy mushy. have an emotional people, connection. Yeah, emotional connection. And like, and it's super yeah. sweet and cuddly. And then some people go straight on passion, which is like more visceral and yeah. more gut re- fiery, like gut whatever, fiery yeah. things like that. And it burns quickly and it ends quickly. Right, and or that's it comes my point. Depending. I don't know.
0: Well, and I think like I think this is the thing, is there's a difference between like passion or like motivation and like excitement. Oh, for sure. In that sense, and that like I think that's repeatable. Yes. But I think passion is like the catalyst. It's like the first it's the first burst of energy Mm -hmm. and it really like it pushes things forward. It sets the stage.
1: It sets the stage for everything that could go wrong,
0: but I, but I absolutely don't. But a okay, so there's two things with that. One, yeah. passion is not sustainable. You cannot, no. you cannot fucking do that. No, it's just you not cannot gonna repeat happen. it. You're gonna burn out. You cannot you're repeat gonna just, it. Just uh, you're gonna go down in flames. And if you think that you're gonna live your life passionately all the time, you're screwed. Just no. like people who think they're gonna be happy all the time, it's no, just not gonna happen. That's insane. That's insane. You're never gonna be able to experience anything else if you're just constantly in a, like a you're fiery not, pit of passion. You're a robot, if that's the case. That's just nuts. Um, <laughs> but. On the other hand, like, I think the problem is that it it's not used wisely. Like, people get stuck on this idea that they have to be passionate rather than using it as, like I said, as a catalyst. So, like, it can be really helpful if you think of it as something that kind of gives you that initial motivation to have the energy to set something up. Like, for example, if you're starting a business or a startup or whatever, right? The first, however long, the first, like, let's say year is going to be really hard. Yes. The setup, the whatever, like you have to, you don't sleep much, you don't whatever. You need that passion to keep you up at night, to get you through it. And I think if we use it as that, if we use passion as like the building block, it it gives you that space, that like space to do all of that stuff, to, you know, not sleep, not give a shit about what people think and like all this kind of stuff. But I think ultimately it makes you stupid if you're going to keep going with that because you stop considering things logically and you're just stuck in your like, pit of fire and you're just like i don't care this feels amazing Ah, ah." you know what i mean like that's kind of how i see it And and essentially what i'm saying is like we should use passion as a means to create systems that will actually help us achieve the goals that we want even after we don't have that passion anymore and i think the problem is that people get too stuck in it rather than thinking of it again as like a catalyst or like as a means of of allowing you to set up those things to make your life easier in the long run just like in a relationship is like sure while you have the passion get to know each other get through all that stuff build something together so that in the long run when things get difficult you have that background you have that you have all those building blocks to help you get through it you Mm -hmm. know but I feel like this is the problem is like we but passion, like long running passion, makes you stupid and it blinds you to reality. It kind of causes you to make bad choices if you're constantly seeking out passion, you know?
1: Oh, no, I agree. It's, um, it's the initial thing and it can't be repeated. And that's the problem, though.
0: But even if it can be repeated, like, it, I feel like manic people are passionate. You know what I mean? Like, well, people I don't, who think, it's, I don't mania... think
1: it's, I don't think it's, I think it's more excitement or I think it's misguided, though.
0: Well, but this is what I'm saying. I think, ultimately, passion is a little bit thoughtless.
1: It is. Because it's it's emotionally driven. It's more, less logical, more... Well, no, okay, it's like this, okay. Excitement and passion are always, like, as we talked about just minutes ago, are so related.
0: Yeah.
1: But... It's I think hard. people confuse them. They're so related. Yeah, it's so hard to... How would
0: you, what would you say is the difference between excitement and passion, though? I
1: think passion overwhelms you. Yeah? It's uncontrollable, depending... Right. Like, you can control it, but I'm saying it's, it's not meant to be fully controlled. Right. It's meant to be directed. You see what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It's like when you're opening a fire hydrant on the street, it's just going to go. Once you open it, it's going to go. Right. And you just have to direct it in a certain way. Right. But whereas excitement can be like, oh, I'm excited about this wine, or I'm excited about it's this like cheese. a quick thing. It's a quick thing that you can turn it's off like and It's Like a on. little
0: like spout.
1: Yeah, it's like little 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 light, like yeah, snaps. yeah. Okay, that's Whereas fair. passion is this overwhelming. It's, a gr- it's like co-
0: excitement that's coming out uncontrollably.
1: Yeah, it's like it's like you're hitting, you're getting hit by waves. Right. It's like you can't control these waves. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna just like. Be, like this, let this wave bear down on you, or you're just
0: gonna ride this wave. I'm just imagining someone who's like obsessed with passion, who's passionate all the time. They're like, I must be passionate about this to do this. Like self-help sell that. Trust me, it's it's that. That is exactly my point. I think that's exactly the they problem sell you a false
1: have. understanding of what life, what life is, and passion, passion, passion. fucking passion. Yeah.
0: Everybody, go to Spain, because wear you, red, and be passionate. Just run with the bulls, guys. Well,
1: it's the same thing. of I think we were talking about last episode, which was. um this assumption of, I think I'm getting it right, but this assumption of everything's going to work in the same way. Like it, it can be repeated. Yeah. And passion can't be repeated. No. Passion. It's not guaranteed. It's not guaranteed. And it's not
0: a guaranteed path to success either, despite yeah. what people tell you. Even if you are passionate all the way through, like you still have to include yeah. other logical things yeah. you have to use your reason and your mind and planning and other skills not just passion in order to get through something
1: oh yeah for example some people would be looking at i don't know we're, we have like avocados to our left and some people could be like oh my god avocados i want to do something with avocados some people are like dude it's just a fucking avocado
0: like you want to do something do it's, something it's, but like
1: it's more geared towards the person like the yeah. passion is like it happens on and off
0: I just imagine again, like I just imagine this person who's like obsessed with passion, who just mm-hmm. keeps starting things and be like, "I'm bored of this now. I have no passion." Then moving on and just leaving like a trail of half finished projects all oh, over the that's, place. Oh, that's that's
1: the whole notion of uh, master. Uh, was it jack of all trades, master, master of none? none. It's a passion,
0: and I think it, this annoys no, that's me really, because at certain points, that's what I was gonna say. I think one of the reasons that I'm like passionate about the lack of passion quote unquote no I'm sorry that's not funny but like I think the reason that this hits close to home for me is that like I was that person for a long time I was really obsessed with this idea of like inspiration and passion and I was like well if I'm not passionate about it then why am I doing it but let's be real like for thousands of years people have done things that they're not passionate about and they've succeeded quite well in it you know and I'm not saying that like I'm not necessarily a person that believes that you should just work hard to achieve things because I think that there is
1: that's it's
0: that's its, its own fallacy yeah, yeah. for sure. Like I think because there's people
1: that just do one thing or literally nothing and you just gotta got work and smart succeed. You gotta work smart, yes.
0: not hard, but you do have to work hard. You have to work at things, and when I say work hard, I don't mean like. You got to labor at it until like you don't want to live anymore. But I think there's a certain balance and you have to understand that like sometimes you're going to have to do things that you don't want to do at all. You're not passionate about. You're not interested in. But that's part of the the, the thing. That's part of the process. Yeah. But as long as – and I think there is a certain – like there is a place for passion. Like, you know, not only do you have to start with it, but I think the subject – has to be interesting to you. It should make you excited. It should bring you joy. You know, all of those things are, I think, a component of being quote-unquote passionate about something. Yes. But again, I have a problem with the way that it's, like, sold to us. It's packaged and sold, like you said. This idea of, like, just be passionate. If you're not passionate about it, don't do it. What's your passion, man? What are you really passionate about? It's just
1: more. It's not even passion. It's obsession.
0: It is. Well, it's really obsession, well, not passion. Is, you passion to the wrong person. Uh, you can
1: you can be obsessed and you can repeat obsessions. Right. But you cannot repeat passion. Yeah. That's the thing, though, because there's a lot of things I'm obsessed about, but I'm not passionate about it. There's a difference. Obsession is just like. I fucking love, like, I have, right now we have, like, mangosteens with us right now. Oh,
0: are you going to, And are I'm like, I'm passionate? obsessed
1: with mangosteens, you're but passionate. I'm not, I'm not passionate about yeah, it. Yeah, you're
0: not going to go around telling everybody how much you love mangosteens. Yeah, I'm
1: just going to be like, dude, I'm obsessed with this thing. It's delicious and it's fucking awesome and it's fascinating, but I'm not going to be, like, passionate about it. So there's, like, there's a slight, dip- like, obsessions... Are more frequent.
0: I think obsessions are, are like more
1: fascinations. They're more fascinations.
0: Yeah, but I think they come from a variety of different places, yes. and they don't have to be emotional. They yeah. can definitely They're, be. They
1: can be logical. They
0: absolutely can, and they because often it's more are. More factual. And I think obsessions are often like I was reading an article recently. It might have been a blog article. I don't know, but somebody was talking about their like the difference between passions and obsessions for him, <laughs> and people often confuse the two. But I think obsession. Like, obsessions, well, first of all, we can talk about, like, obsessive-compulsive disorder. Yeah. That's not passionate compulsive disorder. It's it's got nothing to do with that. that. Uh, Obsession is when you get stuck on something. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. It isn't really, in itself, it's got no, um, it's not, you can't make a value judgment on obsession in itself. But I think there's this idea that, like, oh, if you spend a lot of time on something, you're really passionate on it. Or you're really obsessed about it. It's like, it could be one or the other. Actually, and oftentimes obsessions are like coping mechanisms. Yeah, they're not necessarily they're not.
1: They keep you going. Yes. They're something to occupy
0: your mind, your mind or your time or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, because usually
1: obsessions are are secondary to, I wouldn't say boredom. Yeah, but I would say it's not that far from it. It's more something that you would do nonstop every day, whether you love it or not. Yeah. It's just a routine.
0: I think I think they're both like motivators, you know? I think both passion and obsession are motivators. And I actually think this article is actually talking about that as well. I but
1: think you have to have a balance of both, though.
0: Yeah, For maybe. For something
1: successful, you have to have a balance of both. It has to be a routine that you're obsessed with, but it also the passion makes you go beyond. It makes you think beyond what that thing is or what you're obsessed with
0: sometimes i feel like obsessions are more like meticulous they're more like yeah yeah, they're more
1: logical i think they're more logical than emotional
0: yeah whereas uh, passions are like broader they're just like this whole like you said they're this all all consuming thing okay it's
1: like you know remember mario when mario used to get the star yeah and he's moving super fast the music goes faster yeah that's more of a passion (laughs) it's like, and you have to kill as much weirdo little things you want, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and and it, that's, and I feel that that is more of an obsession, I'm, sorry, more of, sorry, of sorry of more of a passion, of a passion. Yeah. and when he has, if you know Mario 3, if you're an older version, or if you still play Mario, Mario 3, he was a, a raccoon, and just mm. to learn how to fly, that was an obsession. Yeah. Because you would run around constantly just trying to fly. Simple, just trying to fly. You see what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Whereas a passion, it's it's like the 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 obsession is him being of the raccoon and trying to fly because you have to run fast and you have to constantly do it to get to there. But the star is more of a passion where it's short-lived. You gotta get it, you gotta use it as much as you can when you got it, and it's gone. Yeah. You know? And I feel the best. In my analogy is that weirdness of Super Mario.
0: Fair enough. You know, I will say one positive thing about passion. I think you can. I think you be passionate about life in general. You know, yes. and I know that's like super broad and kind of annoying and yes. whatever. But like, I think not enough people have a general passion for life as opposed to like having passions for specific things. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I do. And I think there's no way to sell that you either you can't like it, it's a matter of like living if you have a passion for life you just wanna you want to experience it all you want to live it you yeah, want to consume it you want to experience it and I think that's like it's this idea of like being more fearless when it comes to like living your life
1: that's what passion gives you it gives yes. you this uh because logic gives you it's more it's more mental and it it grounds you
0: yeah, but you're it also like, creates more fear. For yes,
1: sure. usually fear comes from the mind.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's so funny. So way. the more you think about something, the more you can talk yourself out of it.
1: Yeah, and um, <laughs> when you're living with passion or supposed, whenever you are, yeah, you're you feel endless, timeless, and floating. You're floating.
0: Whereas Time obsession, you're digging in.
1: Yeah, obsession it's it's a routine. It's it's a consistent thing. It's an obsession. Yeah. It, it's something you're going to be it's repetitive. Yeah, it's very repetitive. It's very mental, it's very logical, it's very fact fact-based. You know, it's it's whether it's numbers, not numbers but like something countable, yeah. something you can, you know, quantify. That's obsession. You know? You don't. You're not going to be happy sometimes when you're talking about something you're obsessed about. Yeah. But you're talking about it because you're obsessed about it because it's something that you're constantly thinking about. Yeah. You know. Whereas passion, it's like fiery. It could be used in many you know ways. Sometimes in horrible ways, as serial killers, as uh, yeah. horrible as fuck. You can. It can be used as beautiful and passionate and loving. You know, in, in a relationship or an art project or whatever it might be. You know it really, it really varies, but it's, it's, there is a clear difference.
0: I just think you can be passionate about things and you can, you know, that's not a bad thing, but you have to be able to control how you go about it. First of all, it's not the be all and end all. You don't have to just be passionate about something to be good at it. And on top of that, like, I think you have to find ways to be more consistent in life. And yeah, I just, I don't, I don't think you need passion to succeed in something. I think what you need oftentimes is... Sure, it helps. Of course it helps. And yeah. it definitely helps as a catalyst. But but I think you need an interest. Sure. You need to work at it. But yeah. mostly you need discipline. Like yeah. a lot of the time what people are lacking is not passion. It's discipline. Lots of us are passionate about lots of things. Oh, yeah. But we don't have enough discipline to actually follow through on those things. Yeah. And I think like if if we sold less passion... And more discipline, it would benefit us all. However, I understand that passion is sexy and discipline is not. Like you think, <laughs> one you think of like, you know, sexy hot people doing stuff together and dancing and like whatever. They're what all ads,
1: ads. Exactly. Are basically, more You're passion driven. It's
0: all passion. And on the other hand, you think of like military dictators making you do push-ups. Still the same passion. But it's actually. The best of both worlds would be to combine those things. If you have passion and you have discipline, you're golden. Anyway, I just wanted to get that off my chest because I feel like that's been, like, bugging me for a while. Especially because, you know, the more YouTube you watch, the more you're like, shut the fuck up about this whole passion. Always. For example, Paris, according to Harper's Bazaar, because, you know, we got a source... Source this stuff. (laughs) Paris is aiming to be the sustainable fashion capital of the world. In what way? Um, So they're trying to actually implement certain changes, I guess, throughout their fashion, throughout the entire industry, by doing three different things. Okay. The first is improving sourcing and traceability, which is good. That basically means that they're going to be... um, I guess probably creating more transparency mm-hmm. in terms of where they are, their designers are sourcing fabrics and getting everything like that.
1: So it's more of a government mandate. Yes. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. fucking awesome.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, the second one is working on making the processes more sustainable. I don't know what exactly that means. So I would have to read some more papers to figure that out. This is just a very, very basic overview. Um, I'm assuming they mean like, creating less garbage and waste uh like maybe making more use of their materials overall maybe i don't know i don't know maybe they're going to be actually putting more funding into like different processes of manufacturing.
1: Well, like, just like past uh, episodes, we were talking about sustainability in terms of uh, food and food waste. They're already doing, I know uh, France is already doing the whole um, supermarkets where That's they... Right. Secondary supermarkets yeah. where foods that are not, you know, visually... So, so I'm
0: wondering if they're going to be diverting the waste, like the fabric waste, or if they're going to be recycling that they stuff.
1: They should. I Because they're already in that path. Meaning, government-wise, they're already going in the direction of sustainability more so yeah that's really so cool. it wouldn't be far-fetched for them to do this
0: no but I'm just wondering what like when they say making processes more sustainable what does that mean okay maybe
1: the chemical processes
0: actually this does make a note that this includes Paris fashion week so maybe they're literally talking about like cutting down on energy usage like more technical stuff. You know uh, what I mean?
1: Well, yeah. Do, are they going to limit? See, here's the thing. Are they going to limit Chanel as well? Because that's the <laughs> funny thing. Because they're, that's a good they're point. the most wasting. Fu- Even though Carl seems like he wants. But Carl's going on trends. I love Carl. but He
0: just does whatever the fuck yeah, Carl wants. And he
1: has the money man. to Let's back be real. him. Yeah, yeah, he has the money to back him. And I remember one time he had. Uh, runway that was like about the future, and he had fake solar, uh, uh, not solar, wind pa- uh, wind turbines and things like that yeah. for a runway. And I'm like, do they actually work? Of course not. It was all for show. Yeah. So he's a fad person, and I he's an amazing designer, and I love him. And I like, I'll never. Yeah,
0: I hate Chanel, but whatever. But
1: it, it, it's Chanel runways are so consuming of energy.
0: I think a lot of runways no. are. Like, but if you think about the, the entire... I agree. No, most, I, I agree. Hands runways, down, I get Chanel's it. Chanel's
1: the most wasting.
0: But what I'm thinking is, like, you know, I guess when they're saying, like, the Paris Fashion Week thing, I think they include all of it. That includes, They mean
1: the, the the organized one because yeah. the Fashion Week, because when you're there, the Fashion Week is, is not only the ones that are on the list...
0: Yeah, they're talking about probably like the smaller the,
1: ones, the, the ones that paper
0: don't... that you use, the, the the stuff that you use like okay. all everything. I'm assuming yeah. they're talking about like energy used to light the entire show, well, the yeah, water used, like, be, like yes. everything, you well, know what I mean? Because they
1: would send, I remember they would send us um in, uh, basically mail
0: Mm-hmm. Like it,
1: it printed, especially it's awesome, amazing. But they, it's a waste of paper. Yeah. Trying to say.
0: Yeah. So they're I probably going to be switching to digital yeah. more.
1: Because I remember when we were in um, when we were in Milan, uh, Versace sent us this wooden. I still have it. Mm-hmm. It's this wooden, uh, a cutout of an. Invita- it's an invitation with the the, the Medusa yeah. thing. So it's a waste. It's pretty much plywood. So it's <laughs> wasting. Is trying to say that even yeah. more so.
0: Oh, that's yeah. That's for sure. that's their. Invitation. That was a huge trend for a while in yeah. design where they would just use like any like wood or wood whatever or something yeah. which is to some extent you're like yes that stuff is more recyclable and you can but like but such still a use though. because it's such a waste because they often use like brand new resources to create yeah. that stuff
1: it's smarter to if they're doing it digitally there's there's so much um applications that give you bars and things like that where you can just show your phone rather than having this fucking invitation Go, don't get me wrong i'm a, I'm a graphic designer, so print is amazing to me, yes. and I love print and physicality, Yeah, but when it comes to wasting things, that would be a better way to do it.
0: I, I, yeah, I agree with that. If
1: you give people barcodes to these shows and things like that. True. And it's easy. So they're
0: probably going to digitize a lot of digitize things, which it. would be really
1: smart, I think.
0: And it, it's about time, honestly. Like come on. We've been able to do this for, for years. For God knows. since like, God knows how long. At least 10 years.
1: More than that. No, no,
0: I'm saying like...
1: Or oh, we're about cell phone-wise? Yeah, cell phone-wise. Yeah, just yeah. in
0: terms of accessibility, like, we should have been able to do this, like, with, at least since 2010. You know what I yeah. mean? Especially for, like, really high fashion things. It's yeah. kind of like, most of those people have access to the newest technologies. Everyone has a phone. You need a phone when you're on the way anyway. But also, I get I get to some extent that, you know, they need a time to implement this stuff because a lot of people are still stuck in the old school mentality and all this kind of stuff. Okay, cool. Whatever.
1: I'm but, glad they're doing it. But it's it. easy because you just get an email which, yeah. which has a PDF. The PDF has... Uh, there were a uh, lot of old are, people
0: in fashion. Let's be real. They maybe didn't want but to But they change. still use
1: emails. In the 90s, they were using emails. That's so true. So the emails is not the issue. No, CBS no. I don't think it's emails.
0: I think it's just like the accessibility. Like being able to... They... but. There's also a certain thing in fashion that like people like the tactile.
1: I do too. I'm not opposed. No, no, no. I, I understand. That. I love
0: that. But I'm saying I think it takes a bit of a push it to will. get those people out of
1: that mindset. I honestly think you know? it, they're gonna regu- they're gonna uh, regulate it towards the smaller designers that are in these venues that are controlled by the actual uh, organization right. that runs Paris Paris Fashion Week. Right. Rather than the Chanel's, and they're going to do their own things because with or without the with or without the we'll fashion see, weeks or yeah. being listed, people will look. Well, for Well,
0: I wonder how intense the mandate is because if the government mandates it and they're going to actually then find a people, then, yes, then that's a different that's thing. that's going to be interesting. But I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. The other, the third part of it is um, they want to increase, like they want to create a circular fashion economy. Yes. So that's the whole recycling. The whole like cradle to cradle production methods yes they want to encourage people yeah. to like reuse reduce recycle all the stuff <laughs> the materials probably yeah. within the production they're going to divert the fashion waste oh, yeah. all that kind of stuff so anyway i think that's really good news and it's really good i think that that paris is doing this because paris is and has been for a very long time the fashion, like, capital. The fashion capital and i mean I, I wonder if part of the reason why they're doing this is because they feel like they've been losing that throne a little bit to other countries, and I think, I think that's smart.
1: New York for a while, but... Then yeah, New York
0: is not anymore, it, though. It's
1: not. It's, There's it's a lot very, of smaller is, everything's venues. up in the air now. Yeah. Everything is up for grabs. I think
0: they want to take that mantle back. And yeah. I think... Doing the sustain like making the sustainability push is actually a really, really smart thing. And I have a feeling it's probably gonna help them save some money in the long run.
1: Well, yeah, when you really look at fashion or the ideals of fashion, you think of ateliers and things like that. Well the major brands and things like that. Uh fashion, or at least good high-end fashion, you think of ateliers and that whole you know, that whole industry where these women and men are literally like Working away for hours and specifically on embroidering or whatever. Yeah, it'd be nice it might if be they
0: raised, you know, their their uh, rates. Yeah, but I think Italy has a bigger problem with that than Paris does, to be honest. Yes. So,
1: but both of those countries are the are the last few, and and Spain has a bit of that. Are the last three countries that kind of have this whole atelier thing?
0: Yeah.
1: And which is
0: unfortunate,
1: but you know, I love it and I hate it at the same time. Why do you hate it? I kind of hate it because nobody ever knows these people.
0: I I think those people don't always want to be known.
1: I think it's just a job to them, though. Yeah, they, they have know. a love. It's a love thing, meaning they can do something that they love. I know, and I think. But also, They will never be known. I
0: kind of like that. I, uh, th- they it are known. On the person. I think they are known to the people that really. They're in known shit. in the industry.
1: They're known in the industry. That's what I'm saying. Within the in, inner circle. Not
0: everybody industry. wants to be famous. Not everybody wants that's to have true. their name out there. Some that's people true. want to live just a live quiet life, get yes. paid well for what they do. That's true. Have a family, have vacations. Not all of us are fucking insane and like just want to be. Like out there and have our names known for something, you know. They just want to live the a, a relatively simple yeah, life and get paid for the skills that they have. That's true. So I think I—that's the one thing that I really, really appreciated about the ateliers. And I think for Same. a long time, I like—I don't know—I wanted to do like embroidery and.
1: I just felt that, but... for me, I just felt more empathy for them because they were always doing brunt of the work. Yeah. As much as yes, they're they're really amazing at it, and but, but that whole process is those three countries are known for those processes you're trying to say so i'm saying when it comes to fashion capitals it, it made sense yeah because it's still ingrained into the culture and I respect that aspect. For example, when uh, when you're in Italy, you can see it. You can see it in the the workmanship. There's like tiny yeah, stores. Yeah, but like
0: you know, in Italy, like the women that do that stuff get paid like not even. They're
1: not to getting paid. Wage. No, yeah, yeah. They're, they get they're paid getting paid a little. Li- they're getting paid less than. They're getting paid a lot in France, less yeah, than they should than get paid France. at yes, all yes. Yes.
0: because those are like incredible skills that are dying out. They're artisans, and instead they get paid as though they're like below yeah. labor.
1: Oh no, I've met a lot of these women. Like a little a store. If you were into in a store that was literally tiny, yeah, in a corner in yeah. Milan or Florence, and then you're like, I even
0: saw that in England when I was in London. I remember walking past and just seeing this little, like, tiny little, yeah, yeah. and thing you go inside, like, two people, and, and they're blowing
1: your mind yeah. on the quality of shit they're Same. making, and nobody knows them. But the good thing is, they, they, Italy and those countries support local businesses small local businesses they, they support them because it's it's still because there's a thing about the old world and the new world But
0: okay but this is what i'm saying is like italy doesn't really support them
1: not on the grand scale but they still do when it comes to, okay when you compare north america yeah to that
0: they support local, the owner of those places. yeah yeah because it's a it's a, but they don't pay everybody and you know italy's really bad but like the. well whole,
1: no but you're comparing the wages you're comparing wages to i, am. I understand france no i'm not
0: i'm not comparing wages in terms of like Oh, relative to what they're living, I'm talking like relative to how much they should be paid in their country, they're not getting paid. Uh,
1: No, of course, of course, when you you compare France to Italy, of course. No,
0: no, I'm talking about it like, okay, you have like Gucci or whatever, right? They hire these women, Mm -hmm. they do their work at home. And the amount of money that they should be getting paid for italy mm-hmm. for the wages in italy yes, let's say less sh- than let's say they should be getting paid just in general yeah ten dollars an hour american yeah. to do that stuff yeah which is not even close to enough mm-hmm. even if you just consider yes. it based on whatever they're getting paid like two dollars fifty an hour what yes this is what i'm trying to explain to you in italy this is a huge problem they're mm-hmm. artisan workers they're handcrafters. They're not getting paid nearly enough, and it's usually much older women yes. to do this work from home, and they don't actually like know how to speak up for themselves, but they are doing all this work uh, for these okay, high-end okay. ateliers, I and they're getting paid basically nothing.
1: I get you That's saying. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Okay. And in,
0: in France, they don't have that because their, their couture thing is a huge thing. Yes. So if you work for it's a couturier, an industry. It's a bigger, it's, yes, yeah. if you work for a couturier, you will be getting paid. Yeah,
1: yeah, and you're taking care of a lot better. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, This is what I'm trying to say. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, that that I understand. That I agree with. That I understand. Yeah, Italy has a different different mindset. Italy has
0: a huge problem in yeah. terms of, like, legalities and government yes, and things being done I agree under with, the table. That I agree with. This is the problem. And this yes. is a huge issue that, like... I don't know if it was Gucci that got into trouble or whatever, it's but Prada, like... Prada, maybe? No, it was... Initially, it was Dolce & Gabbana. Because there was... It was Dolce & Gabbana. Prada didn't... I don't... I've never heard of Prada Because there's a product,
1: product group, because Prada owns a yeah, lot of... Yeah, but
0: I don't... I'm not talking about that. I think... I know Dolce & Gabbana got in trouble for not paying taxes and shit like that. That was a thing. Well,
1: it was a lot of tax evasions, yeah. Yeah,
0: but I mean, they got into shit and they were made an example of. Mm-hmm. But I think Dolce & Gabbana also... And Possibly Gucci, but I could be wrong about I that. I can
1: kind of understand Dolce and Gabbana because they're they're okay. They're we'll, kind of assholes. No, or whatever. I wouldn't say assholes, but no, they're they're, 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 assholes. they're weird in a sense that I they're don't contradicting. Like they're, they're contradicting themselves in a lot of ways, and there's so much things that I don't want to even get into.
0: I I would happily but, do an episode of me bitching about Dolce & Gabbana <laughs> for an hour because I think they're huge assholes, but whatever.
1: I like certain aspects of what they do Or Dolce
0: & Gabbana doesn't even exist anymore. It's Dolce now, isn't it? What? Yeah, something happened. And no. Yeah, yeah, hang on, hang on. No, no, no. Yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I don't think so. You want to bet? Sure. I mean, like, I could be wrong about what the heck no, is No, they're still together. Well, Dolce & Gabbana, oh no, Dolce & Gabbana is still doing the chopstick. Yeah, no, they're huge assholes. Yeah. They're the ones that did the whole, like racist Chinese chopsticks ad oh way back
1: yeah no this was was
0: this year this was was a month ago I thought they did something they do something every fucking few months my
1: thing was they were so contradicting they're two gay men who were in a relationship together I think they're married I think so and then it was this whole thing about they were against um, uh, same sex couples having uh, adopting 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 children children, which did not make sense to me at all And then I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, that was so fucking weird. Like, everyone has their own opinions about shit, but, like, that was fucking weird. So there's aspects that I did like about them, and I think it was more to do with their their choice of models. One, I like to always. And it's this more. They were more Southern Italian than they were Northern Italian. Sure. And it was more warm and spicy and more. So, you know, I have Sicilian a friend, mixed with you one know, of my
0: best friends yeah. who is Italian or half Italian, mm-hmm. and she loves Dolce Gabbana. Mm-hmm. And she's got this whole like, I love that they're representing the Italian the, yeah, thing they're, they're, visually.
1: But that's the weird thing about them, though. They're so because one of them, I think it was Domenico Dolce. Yeah, it was him. Mm-hmm. He's he's Sicilian. And then the yeah. taller... That's a guy. And the sure. taller one, I think, was more northern or Naples or forth, further north and... Um, or further north. Uh, and it's this balance between one guy's, like, uh, more down-to-earth Sicilian aspect with more high-end aspect come together.
0: Oh, they also broke up a while ago.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, they did, I think. And then they came they back. They still...
0: No. So they they're just still working together. together?
1: Oh, so they're not even but husband. But they're not they're together. Not and, yeah, uh, I don't husband, know
0: if they whatever. ever got married, but I, I remember they broke up a while ago. I'm trying to figure out what part... I know one of their brands closed. Like, stopped. They stopped one Ooh. of their lines. I think maybe Dolce stopped.
1: I don't even and know. Dolce they... And Dolce
0: & Gabbana's... D&G! and g I'm such a dumbass. D&G because Dolce is like their makeup or something like that. Okay. So, Dolce & Gabbana's still around. I think Dolce's still around. D&G, they don't Stops. make it anymore. Ah. That's what I was confused about. But yeah, they're huge assholes, in my opinion. I'm sure. And... They try to serve controversy every five minutes. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's how Dolce Gabbana started because Domenico Dolce is Sicilian, and he wanted to always bring this controversi- controversial controversial things. thing because it was all mixed.
0: Great pizza, <laughs> annoying people. No, I'm, I'm joking, guys. I'm joking.
1: <laughs> and he wanted to. I uh, remember uh, they were talking about it. They pretty. He wanted to bring this weird more in-your-face attitude to this whole thing where the other guy brought this more refined aspect to it right. so it was that balance so I, i'm not shocked that they have always controversy Look, it's not a shocking thing i'm not me.
0: saying that creatively they sucked they've got some great stuff yeah. they've done some amazing yeah. things i'm not going to like throw out the baby with the bathwater are but, but i'm weird. not okay with they're also the people that constantly call people fat and ugly And I'm like, guys, shut the fuck up. Like, seriously. Like, at some (laughs) point, it's like, I get it. We all have opinions. I have opinions. There are some people that I'm like, no, I'm not into this person. I don't like them. Not into them. Yeah. Shut up. You're public figures. You're huge designers. Shut the fuck up. Like... I just, I just want to kick them. Like, I want to kick them both. And I don't care who's behind it. You know because what? let's go and kick them. I would love to. You want to go to Italy and go kick okay, them? I don't even know if they're in Italy, frankly. They could be in the U.S. for all I fucking know. <laughs> um, I just, like, I'm not into that. I don't like what they stand for. I don't like... And, and honestly, as much as I do understand that part of their aesthetic is really cool and really great. And, and very, like, classic and Italian... The other part of me is like, go fuck yourself. There's a million people who can do that. You think you're special? You're not. Oh no, of
1: course. But that's what they were known for. They know what they—they've already established themselves, and they don't give a shit.
0: They're just they're as just... long as they
1: can make money. They don't give a shit. Come on.
0: Uh, I just don't. They like know
1: them. the Italian market. That's buy exactly their shit. it. it.
0: Is like the they don't give a shit. shit. They don't. And if they don't give a shit, I don't give a shit. That's it. That's it. You know, I'm a millennial. I like for people to stand for things for things that I also stand for because, let's face it, that's how we all are. I want them to agree with me. What I agree with is don't be an asshole to everybody for no reason. I get it. Stand your ground. If you have something that you want to say. Stand
1: your ground. So stand,
0: well, fair enough. Oh, yeah. yeah no, uh, I'm saying I didn't just mean it like that. But no,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I meant like, you know, stand your ground in terms of your opinions.
1: Yeah, yeah. no, I And agree. I'm not
0: saying that like. You have well, to be nice liked, to everybody for this. For me, the sake that's
1: why nice, I did but. like Donja Gabbana because they were I remember at one time criticized for their sexual like sexual things and right. things like that. Just like Mark uh, just like not Mark, just like uh Tom Ford was criticized for Gucci and being hyper sexualized and things like that, and his ads were so fucking like yeah at a point at yeah, that time. Yeah.
0: Oh I remember they had yeah, this yeah. thing even pubes in the early two thousands.
1: They had like
0: dead girls.
1: Everything. Yeah, they they did everything. And the thing was, when people didn't know who who Tom Ford was, he was a, a, a a gay man. They would think he was a uh, very misogynistic straight guy.
0: Oh, right. It was the IVF controversy. They didn't believe that children who were, like, born out of IVF were real children or some shit. What? Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: In vitro Yeah, 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 yeah. They were like, they're not
0: real children. They're chemicals. Why are you
1: talking even about that? Just design your shit. That's
0: my point. That's stupid. That's exactly my point. I get it if they wanted to get into stuff about, like... Like gay rights and and like, you know, but they 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 didn't, but they didn't, they didn't, didn't. That's a funny thing. No, they didn't because they They just happened to be the face of it just because they They were were, a gay couple and they happened to be famous No, because
1: people, this is the world that we live in because people always assume simply because you're gay, you'll always go for what the obvious one might be. It's not the case. These guys were against, like I said before, you know, well, it's not, that's their thing is for me, you're right. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. You're already established. Just create beautiful things. You're known for your beautiful things, not what the fuck came out of your mouth. You know?
0: Yeah. Just keep creating beautiful things. That's oh it. That's it. Uh, what else? I'm trying to find some other fun controversies that they had, but everyone's too busy talking about the whole China thing. You know, a, you know what I'm talking about, right?
1: I'm sure it's something racist or...
0: They had an uh, ad for, like, I think it was for Chinese New Year, and also they were, were going to have
1: Saint Back in the days.
0: Yeah, but that's like... That's just edgy shit. Like, there's a difference between I had no problem with it, look, but it was just... There's a difference to me between being... Wait, am I thinking of the right thing? Opium, the the perfume? Yeah, what about...
1: Because people are like, oh, it's a horrible thing that happened in Asia oh, and China.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. That, blah, I think, blah, was blah, like blah. a bit stretching it. Yeah. Because it's like you're also forgetting that there's this entire thing. I mean, yes. Okay. If you're going to get into like the whole Orientalism thing, you're going to be yeah. like, people think opium is so cool. And it's, yeah, but it's the same way as like advertising drugs, sex, and rock and roll is like yeah. too much for some people. But and it, I think the, I agree. Like, I think that's, that, that's I, edgy. I, personally, I, have no I had
1: no with issue with it. I have no issues. It with was that. just more of, um... and hey,
0: I come from an area that like opium's a thing. So mm-hmm. whatever. Silk road people. It's all about the silk road. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but I think that's different, and I think just being like an asshole to everyone I don't think and he every was an asshole at every No, 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 not him. I think it was just bad branding. I'm saying Dolce and Gabbana. I'm saying like they're just kind oh, no, they of being just assholes. Just, just, just,
1: they should just focus on their designs and and their art and things like that, and just shut the fuck up.
0: Yeah, I agree. But also, like at this point, I'm just like you're boring. I hate you. Go away. Like I don't care, and I know people will like them. But at the same time, you know what's funny to me about when this whole—when you're there,
1: it's, it's it's like bread and butter. It's there. People are still gonna what's buy their shit. What's funny
0: to me about this whole—it's culture. Okay, but also they also sell like t-shirts that say Dolce & Gabbana for like $300. I remember I worked I know, in a store that sold that every, shit, I but most brands like, do
1: that. Most brands do stupid shit like yeah,
0: that. Yeah, that's true. Gucci does that Yeah, now. And I like Gucci, so whatever. So like,
1: they all do I that mean, stuff.
0: I like, I quote unquote like Gucci. I like Gucci's high-end stuff. Can't stand everything else they do. Do you know why I like Gucci? I like Gucci because they're one of the only high-end brands that legitimately does collaborations with artists. Legitimately. Okay. And they actually yeah, yeah. they do great collaborations well, with artists. They so did does, a So really does Combe
1: de Garcon is actually no true. true Comme true, de Garcon is the best true. brand that does. Collaborations I'm talking about with painters, artists. painters Especially too, people, really, painters too. Okay, okay. Comte de Garcon has okay. always been. That's not
0: what I've known them for. So no, because I might they're not, not advertised
1: as well. That's
0: fair. But I will say, like, I didn't like Gucci for a very long time. I didn't like the people that, like, wore Gucci. It was kind of the same as, like, LVMH or, like, LV to me. I was like, okay, great. Yeah, you got a fucking brand. Same. I was
1: never that person. Whatever.
0: But more, like, over the last few years, I don't know if maybe they're, 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 like, creative
1: I think they, were, they became more refined. They're trying to go back. They're trying to go history. They've gone back. They always go back. They've gone back. Somebody has to recycle or. Reset and they somebody. did
0: a good job, I think, going back the last time around. I think
1: the no, but the thing is, the Prada group owns Gucci. I think it, they do. Makes
0: sense. The I also like Prada. Liked Prada. I know people don't like Prada because they think it's boring and like it's like no, an old. Prada is. It's an old lady. Prada can line. fucking. They're it's fucking great. Consistent. They're consistent. I, I consistent. always liked Prada. And their quality is some of the best. Yes. For that. So is Fendi. I have yet. To, fair Fendi, enough. Fendi. I think. I don't under, like Fendi. I don't like the look
1: i think fendi's also under yeah uh, but the, i don't i'm not
0: into fendi fendi, fendi to that, me is like coach but better
1: they're more creative than coach oh
0: no no fair enough but it's the same kind of aesthetic to me it's just one is way more elevated and one is one like, is more
1: androgynous and the one is more woman
0: i just i've never liked fendi i don't like fendi's old stuff i don't particularly like their new stuff but i'm they're like okay lines. for me whatever they're sure
1: they're always i don't know lines. i gotta
0: take a look i guess because like I, I, for me, it was
1: not their clothes, it was always their bags It was always clean lines in their bags I don't like their fucking stamp
0: though The, F, the, the stupid yeah, I, oh, I, know, I hate that so much
1: Yes, they
0: put all the Like, as soon as you start Branding everything with your Fucking logo, I'm just over it I can't I understand that. Like, I can't do it If I'm gonna be paying like $2,000 for a bag I do not want your Fucking logo on it
1: You know who's dope? Who? Miu Miu. Yes, I've always yes. loved Miu Miu. Yes, always. But Miu Prada. But it's with another the same. It's with I know the same thing.
0: But it's Miu Prada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she is the reason why Prada is dope as hell. She was like a. What did she study? She studied something crazy before I mean, she got into. Um, hang on. I remember doing like so a project. I was her watching her. She like had that. a
1: mini documentary. Mini, I always watch. The main thing is I always watch. I'm more interested in the process. Of these designers how do they come to this you know this yeah end
0: she's a super interesting person yeah, yeah. she's got incredible taste like i just think she's amazing all her and she's inter- like her stuff is actually interesting yes. classic high quality yeah. also prada shoes are some of my favorite like if i were going to spend a lot of money on a pair of shoes no problem i would buy a pair so here's of prada the thing. shoes
1: for me if i had the money yeah i don't wear i don't i don't like wearing women's bags but i would buy them as as, as pieces in the yeah. house I'll buy specific bags that are so beautiful that they're in the house and I'll leave them there.
0: She got a PhD in political science, mm. which is like completely unrelated, but I love that. It's like, okay, so this is a little bit unrelated, but I always say people who go into political science yeah. should not go into politics. <laughs> but I think people who go into like other fields, I actually think it's They good. do better because
1: they bring something yeah. else to the table. Yeah. They bring something else to the table because like... Um, you
0: understand. And I think actually poli-sci is like a really good thing to study for anybody. Mm-hmm. the same way as I think economics is something great to study. Yes. But I don't like I don't necessarily think everybody who studies it should go into that field. No. It's just it's, about being well-educated and how the world works. Yes. Yeah.
1: Totally agree. There's another brand that I've always loved. So for me, it was Mew Miu. Miu. It was Marni from Spain. Marni is really good, Marnie too. Marni was, Marnie like, is really oh, my good. God. See,
0: I agree with you. And this is what I'm saying oh. is there's all these incredible brands. Mm-hmm. There's all these incredible, beautiful, like, Celine I really liked as Celine's well. like too. And, I mean, it's had its ups and downs. But Don't Celine, me for wrong. me,
1: was a little bit. They're, they're, it's more they're, casual.
0: Yeah, they're light. It's definitely more light. They're not,
1: they're not like. It's high fashion light. It's light, yes. But
0: I like it. Like, it's easy to wear. It's nice. The quality is really good.
1: But Marni, fucking hell. Their bags,
0: yeah, Marnie bags are something else. And
1: their art collaborations, yes, they let they did so much charity collaborations, and they would allow children to draw something, and then their bag would be made, the print or whatever
0: Oh, I was like so confused about that whole thing, though. Remember, remember, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? And they were like, they've been doing this forever, and I was like okay actually that makes sense it's to me so cute. but i was confused because when i first saw it i didn't know the background of it and i was like yeah. this just looks like scribbles why would you like i get that it's cool yeah. but i wouldn't i it feels like they're stealing something but then when you explained that it was for a charity and it was actually children's drugs i was like yeah. oh that's way it's cooler the, the like story behind that's so legitimate okay so fucking no awesome. i love that and then <laughs> that's really and then cool.
1: kind of on a weird way, there's Luebe.
0: I don't know if I know who that is. How do you spell that?
1: L, it's pronou- it's a oh, Spanish brand, but it's I think the designer, I don't know if he still is.
0: Oh! oh, I know exactly. The designer's what you're British. I don't about. know if he's still there. There's actually I went to their store when I was in London yeah. and I fell in love. Yeah, I had awesome. not seen it before. See? And then I came here and went to Nordstrom videos, yeah, yeah, and awesome. I was like, this is so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, completely. See?
1: Those are the brands that when I was making bags always inspired me because they were simple they were they they were ornament they were just pieces that you would if you were a design fanatic you would just fucking leave it on the table and leave it there as if it was a coffee table book yeah that type of thing for me so those brands from Marnie to Miu Miu uh to uh Louisville, uh to um Jesus fuck who who was it Sometimes Fendi, if they did it right.
0: Yeah, I still don't like Fendi, Um, but fine. Jesus,
1: there's like so many fucking uh, brands, but within that range, that made bags that would just, you would, fuck, beautiful, simple. The leather was perfectly treated. The color was on point. The uh, hardware was on point. Everything was fucking on point. That's fair. And and oh that. Jesus! But but
0: see, okay, this is the other thing is I feel like these days there are so many brands that are smaller, they're yeah. more independent that do that kind of stuff because they, they do. now they have the ability to do that now. Whereas twenty, thirty, fifty, sixty years ago, you could okay. not do that. You
1: know what the funny thing is? Till this day, I still not have found a bag that is actually like my bag. No joke. And what not bag? Like the one that you made? The circle one.
0: Oh, I still have that. By the way, I'm waiting for, like, the perfect place to bring because, it out, I don't know what.
1: Because I don't understand, because for me, I was trying to I follow. actually
0: have seen bags like that now. It's, they're not exactly They're not like exactly, that. yeah.
1: It's, for me, it's not the circle part, the oh, pile, yeah, the yeah, yeah. It's the, the way same it functions. Yeah, same silhouette. The same way it functions, though. But
0: it also, you you made you, the one that you gave me, I think you made, like, at least five years ago.
1: Which one was that one?
0: It was one of the colored little ones. Oh, the circle cute little ones. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The buffalo one? I think so. It was it's it's a great bag, but my point is like. But um, I wanted
1: because for me, I w- for me it was I was solving a problem. Yes. I was solving because I came from it from an aspect of utilitarian aspect of I wanted to solve a problem, but also a beautiful way that I wanted.
0: But what I'm saying thing. is, I want I went to Nordstrom like last year, yeah. and I finally saw that type of bag. For there's the a first bucket. Time. Yeah, there's a bucket. And of- I was like. Holy shit! Good job, guys. It took you five years to get to this point. Like, and this is this is the thing, right? When yeah. you're when you're in this kind of industry and you see this stuff, you you get there much faster. And then you see these big brands making this stuff years later, later yeah. and it's fine. Like, okay, whatever. But yeah. it's sort of like it's a bit disheartening.
1: It made me you no. Know, for me, it's it is a tiny bit sad, but a little bit more funny.
0: It is funny as now. How
1: the world works and yeah. how. As as I believe, ideas come from like this ether, it's out there. As a lot of uh, scientists, if you really look at history, scientists across the world that didn't have nothing to do with each other. Yeah, they all came up with the same idea. They all came around the same time. So I feel that there's this Wi-Fi of ideas. It's like how everybody argues
0: who was the first culture to make math and it was like, or discover mathematics. I should say not make math. That sounds so stupid. (laughs) But anyway... Uh, And it was, like, actually, apparently a bunch of different questions at the same time, even though everybody argues that it was, like, theirs. It's like, okay, guys, calm down.
1: So it's the same same kind of thing, whereas whoever initiates or whoever capitalizes on it is going to be written in history.
0: Yeah. And that's how it is. And I agree. But I think what I'm saying is, like, okay, so I think this actually gets to the heart of, like, my snobbery and mm-hmm. i think the snobbery of a lot of people who are in fashion who are like yeah. in fashion and when i say that i don't mean necessarily even working in it yeah but who are steeped in that right yeah you see these things years of before course. they're even out there of course and then you see these like i'm sorry but like rich kids walking around wearing these things as though they just discovered them and it's like this is like look i just spent two grand yeah. on this whatever thing and i'm so cool and you're like the fuck do you know man you literally just went to the store you saw it and you bought it not to take anything away from the aesthetic of it or yeah. whatever, but they seem to be like so high and mighty about their like fashion taste, and it's like, well, if you have enough money. Technically, you should have been able to get this stuff, like, years ago. Yeah. But you're not there. You don't see no, it. No, to no. you, this is just a status symbol because it has a name on it. So you're not really in it for the creativity. You're no. not really in it for the fashion. And that's ultimately what makes me kind of dislike this entire thing.
1: I agree. As a creative, that's what it is. Yeah, That is what it is. It. You feel
0: it. And I know that people say, like, oh, you're just jealous or whatever. And it's like, it's yeah, not jealous. sure, it's I'm more a little annoyed. About... I'm not jealous. But, yeah. sorry, go on. No,
1: we're craft. We're, 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 we're. We're process people. Yeah. We love the process. Like, we love to know how you got to that. As a stylist, you want to know where you pulled from. It
0: also annoys me, though, because they get to make, like, millions of dollars on it. Off and of we, things that, yeah. And we were talking about, like, I was trying to create, uh, like, a unisex fashion line mm-hmm. around the same time as Hurani's first line came out. Yeah. And I was like, you know, whatever. He's amazing. Like, don't get me yeah. wrong. I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'm better than Hurani. But I'm saying, like... I was coming up with these ideas as like a very new fashion designer or whatever, but there was no fucking way anyone was gonna listen to me. Like, mm-hmm. I had an entire. You didn't have thing. the platform at the time. I didn't have the platform. I also couldn't make all that stuff in that time, yeah. but I really wanted to, and I had all these ideas, or like the whole thing about sustainability, mm-hmm. right? Like making recycled clothing, upcycled stuff, whatever. Yeah. The stuff that I see now that's coming out, I'm like, dude, so many people have had these ideas like five, ten years ago, but nobody was listening to them. And like, I'm not even saying that I'm the first one to come up with that. By no. Means am I? There were people who were doing this in the 80s, you know, Mm -hmm. in the 90s. Oh yeah. But they weren't being taken seriously. And like in five years, this stuff is gonna be everywhere, and everyone's just gonna be like, this is the first person to come up with it. And I'm like, no, they're not. That's not true. And it's frustrating. Because
1: you know why it comes down to the consumer though. It does. Because you gotta hit that
0: kind of you have to you, you know, it's kinda like what they say in business, being the first of something the early adopter yeah. the really early adopter of something is actually bad for you even if you're buying technology yes being the first to buy something because uh, is as never everybody as good knows as being the second yeah
1: because everybody knows it's a cliche but betamax versus vhs yeah betamax was better yeah it's it's oh my god but it's
0: also about waiting to hit like critical mass right mm-hmm. and you don't know if you're gonna on the one hand that's not gonna happen unless there are early adopters yes if there are no early adopters No one's going to pick it up. It's never going to hit that point. On the other hand, if you're an early adopter, you're sure to lose out because there will always be a better version just around the corner. Yes. But you need that. And it's like, it's really frustrating, but it's almost like being a sacrificial lamb in this industry. Oh,
1: I know. Because I I remember I bought a camera not too long ago. (laughs) Oh God, yeah. And it was over close to two grand and (laughs) a year later, another camera came out that basically answered all the flaws of this one, and I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah. Motherfucker. Every
0: time. Look at iPhones. Fucking
1: hell. And I've, I've never thought, like, I always thought I was gonna be not that guy. Yeah. But fuck.
0: But you can't help it because when you want to be at the cutting edge, and I think oftentimes like the people that are at the cutting edge are actually in the industry because they're willing to put in the money because yeah. it's, it's part of how they make profit, right? And if you're like, um, I was watching I don't know if you know Alton Brown but Alton Brown had this show Good Eats which I grew up on and I'm, I'm still obsessed with. I love him. I think he's great. He actually uh, has a reboot of it now, which is totally worth watching, by the mm-hmm. way. But Anyway, plug plug over. Well, he was doing hot ones. <laughs> you know? Oh, I don't Yeah, is he was. It, doing no, wait, is it the the a chicken wing? They yeah, they but it's hot. him. It's him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so Alton yeah. Brown was doing. He's not the host.
1: Oh, it's not the host. He Some was doing it
0: with like he was. Being interviewed. Oh, on he was hot eating. He's, he's the he one was eating, eating it. The, the. Oh, chicken I
1: thought he was the. I thought no, no, the no, host that's Sean something. He's
0: been yeah. yeah. it's Sean Evans, I believe. Sean Evans. Yeah. Um. No, but he's hosted like um Iron Chef America and a bunch of other stuff oh, and like okay. top, not Top Chef, uh the one where they get weird challenges and, and kids stuff. No. Uh, where they're trying to be sabotaged by the other chefs.
1: No, I don't know that one
0: anyway I haven't watched anyway also uh, Brown amazing I haven't either but like I just watch anything that he's in um, yeah. so he was talking on on hot ones about chip what were what was the topic of conversation about early adopters yeah oh he was talking about um how he was one of the first people to have a study cam yeah like in the industry mm-hmm. and that's how he made his money
1: yeah
0: he he graduated from film school and he basically started making videos and stuff because he could do long shots cuz he had a study cam and nobody yeah. else did yeah that's how he made his money yeah. and it's like you can do that. If you're in a certain industry that's based in tech, like whether it's photography or video or like whatever, a bunch of yes. other things, if you have the cutting edge technology, it doesn't even matter if your skills are that good. Oh, great. yeah, yeah. Totally. You can totally be that person, but you just have to constantly keep ahead of the game. So, what yes. you have to do is have the capital to yes. get that stuff, and then you will inevitably do well for at least like a short amount of time. It's just that now that's you have speed to know is picking when to, up so quickly. You have quickly. to know
1: when to upgrade.
0: True, but now it's getting harder and harder because oh, no, back in the day it is, was like the difference between one piece of technology and another would be was, five to ten years. Yeah, was, now you have like a month, three months max to be yeah. able to, to take advantage of it. Oh, yeah. And like within like a few weeks sometimes there will be tons of other people who have that same thing. Oh, right? no, so, for sure. So you can't really do that to the same extent now. But but the idea is still there.
1: It's, it's constantly changing. No matter what industry you're in, well, tech is a lot harder. Yeah and yeah things are going a lot faster than it's harder to <sighs> i think you'll always find something but yeah. within fashion i think they should slow down not i, go I faster. agree
0: but i think they are slowing down
1: i think they should because it's, it's not slow sustainable. fashion is
0: becoming a thing
1: it's not sustainable no
0: it's not sustainable we and all know that in any are,
1: way people
0: are getting uh, tired pe-
1: people okay a good example is uh, alexander McQueen. yeah they should slow the fuck down they're just yeah. killing these designers well they have emotionally wait, and don't mentally. they also
0: have the same designer as when he after he passed away?
1: I don't know who took over. So, I don't know who took over, but I'm a, sure some a of woman, the people. And
0: she's actually some fantastic. People,
1: some people took over, like some people. They were, yeah.
0: Mm, no, I think they may. I don't even know did if they, get they had a new had
1: person. An, I don't remember because yeah. I haven't paid attention for so long.
0: Yeah, the the woman who took over Alexander McQueen is actually fantastic. She's probably the only other person that could have managed it, and she did. She did a great job transitioning, but obviously, no one's going to be McQueen. No, because but they're not taking was, the
1: same risks. They're not.
0: No, but it's, she was really good, and she and I don't know if. I she's think Doing I it, think what's but...
1: going on for them is she's just living off of what was already there and just consistently just keeping it going.
0: I mean, I'm they're not,
1: not going to do the same. They're not going to push. No, no, no. They're not going to push because but
0: that's also, the brand it's not started that it's... off with him pushing. Right, but, but it's not just that. It's like they're trying to keep the McQueen name going. But
1: that's what I'm trying to say. They're trying she's to keep never going to do
0: her own thing no, completely no, no, because no. it's his name. And yeah. so she's trying to still. She
1: can't go beyond what they have already done. She can't. If you really think about it, if they did though
0: I mean the I remember her mad. first collection when when after he died and the first collection she released was actually pretty good it was very very well received it was really respectful it was really interesting it was well done so like I feel like for what it was and what it is I don't know if she's still actually at the head of it because I haven't I haven't really been keeping up over the last year or so I think but the name
1: is consistent I just feel that it's not going to go any no. higher I think it's just going to stay consistent
0: no that's fair that's um, that's pretty at much at least it. for a while all right, so I think we should wrap this up here because sure. we're over an hour in. And we'll have, I'm sure, a bunch more things to talk about next time. Yeah. But uh, as always, guys, remember to send us any letters, any suggestions, clarifications, questions, concerns, annoyances, grievances, whatever. Send it our way. If you want to
1: complain, by all means, we challenge you.
0: Send it to Ayan, that's A-Y-A-N, at theobsessor.com.
1: You can find us on Instagram, Facebook. Um, you can find us on iTunes. Uh, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, Spotify. Spotify every, pretty much majority of all of are we on
0: SoundCloud? We are. I feel like I ask you every week, we are, are we on this? I don't even know. I are we on this? Wow. Um, I knew – well, I know we were having some technical issues, which is why I'm always double-checking. But um, – <laughs> yeah find us hopefully on your uh, local and or favorite podcast provider and if we're not available somewhere send us a line maybe we'll be able to uh get ourselves on there